Are you in the Peoria, Illinois area? Are you looking for a personal trainer that will focus on you to help achieve success in your fitness journey? If yes, please book your in-person or Zoom one-on-one personal training sessions with me, Christian Evans, at ChristiansWeightSuccess.net. While you're there, sign up to download my free shelter-in-place body weight exercise ebook. This program is designed to use only your body weight, so no need for any exercise equipment. In addition to becoming my client, you will have access to the Day One Meals menu. Day One Meals is an a la carte meal prep service I offer to my clients to help you reach your fitness goals. I hope to work out with you soon. Welcome to the Success Fitness Podcast. I am your host, Christian Evans. This podcast is about helping you improve your relationship with diet and exercise to achieve success in your fitness journey. In today's podcast episode, we have our guest, Mrs. Latanya John. Latanya is currently an educator out of Arlington, Texas, and she's been inspired by the death of her grandmother as she promised her that she would take care of herself. She began the process of honoring that promise March of 2013. And since then, Latanya has lost over 100 pounds. Success Fitness family, please welcome to the podcast, Miss Latanya John. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. That's good. That's fine, good. But I'm fine. Yeah. My God, you have a busy day today. Yes, I've been up since uh, five thirty this morning. Okay. Okay. Five thirty. Yeah, that's the that's the time to get up. Where the the night or morning, however you want to call it, is still kind of still, and you have to get up and get your day started early, right? Right. Yeah. I, have yeah, to I get get you. my um, yeah. Early word, get the worm, is what some people say. I got you. I got you. So give us a little bit more about your weight loss journey. How did you come across wanting to lose 100 pounds? You mentioned about your grandmother. So can you kind of tie that into the story, please? Well, honestly, I had no goal of losing 100 pounds. I didn't even have a number that I was interested in losing, actually. It kind of just happened. I remember it was um, in April, probably like seven, probably five years before 2013. And uh, my grandmother um, passed away and um, she was she was overweight, um, but she went to a fat form. She did all kind of diets. She never could no matter what she did. And so as society looks at things, not everybody's body is the same. And so a lot of people think that, oh, you can try these diet pills, they will work wrong. You can try Weight Watchers, they will work wrong. It's not no one fix all. And that's the issue, you know. So my grandmother, you named it, she tried it. And she saw herself in me out of all her grandkids. And um, and so basically, um, I wasn't able to be there by her side when she died. But my sister called me on the phone and um. And she told me, she just said, just promise me that you will not allow your weight to be the reason why you leave this earth, you know? And I just told her I would. And um, and she knows if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Time passed by. I didn't forget about what I said, but it, it just got hard. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. tried all kinds of things. I was just 12 pounds, 20 pounds or whatever. 
And I never did eat a lot of food. I'm like a, not a big food eater, not a big sweet eater. I'm not, you know, and that's why I say that some people look at people that are overweight and they assume that they eat a lot of food. That's not necessarily true. Um, but basically, um, I want to say back in March of 2013, I went to Atlanta to a conference, um, me and my best friend and my godson. And on that trip, and I actually, I should have shared that picture of us. We was at um, some kind of falls outside of Atlanta, Applewood, um, Georgia. And mm-hmm. um, we were sitting there and my godson took the pictures. And um, when I got on the plane is what resonated with me. I always had to ask for extender. And that was the most embarrassing thing. And I'm a very strong willed person. Um, if you look at, can't tell me now, can't say now, because like since I've lost weight, I hardly ever wear makeup because I'm so busy exercising and more into other things or whatever. But previously, uh, hair laid, makeup, everything, you could not tell me nothing. And 361 pounds, baby, I was fine as a glass of wine. You couldn't tell me nothing. Basically had a lot of self-confidence. Um, but with that said, that asking for that extender killed my spirit. Because those um, flight attendants make you feel like crap. You know, they made you feel like, they made me feel like I was wasting their time or embarrassing them or, you know, like, why are you asking for that? And it's just like, I just felt right. everywhere I went that I was being stuffed in the situation. Right, right. That makes sense. I got you. Um, and I didn't like that. And so I told myself after that vacation and I would go like a vacation in country and out of country um, every year. I said that, you know what, I'm not going anywhere anymore until I lose weight. And that was after my grandma had passed years afterwards. I said, I'm not going anywhere. I said, I don't care. I have to figure out what it is, why I'm not going anywhere. And so later on that month, I had actually, um, I've always tutored um, college students, um, and it did have problems with math. So one of my um, neighbors was taking um, calculus and her and a friend, they had problems and we were sitting there and um, she sat there and she said, well, Latanya, which called me Miss John. She's like, don't take offense to this. You're a beautiful person. And, and you take care of yourself, she said, but I don't think you're happy. And I did not look and I was like, what do you mean? She's like, I don't think you're happy because I, she said, I see a light that's dim inside of you that needs to shine. And she said, well, why don't you go to this weight loss doctor? Mm-hmm. My, um, cousin and I are going. Mm-hmm. At that time, I tried Weight Watchers, everything. You name it, I tried it, right? Mm-hmm. Double life, tried it. Right. Everything, I tried it. Atkins, right. tried it. everything, nothing worked. Right. Went to the weight loss doctor, asked me if that worked. Did it work? Yes. It did not work. <laughs> it did not work. I logged, I, logged, I logged all my food for an entire month, right? And based on what he seen that I was eating, because I'm a rule follower. If the doctor says jump, I'm going to say how high. Because I don't, want the, I don't want the doctor to say that whatever you told me didn't work, right? Does that make sense? Right, exactly. I'm a rule follower. So I did everything, like he said, and he gave me this um, pill that people call Fin-Fin, Fetamine, or whatever. Okay, yeah, I've heard of that one. It's like designed to make people lose weight, okay? Right, right. Uh, That's a lie. It ain't designed (laughs) to lose weight. Right, I got you. Because I took that pill twice a day. Wow. Lost lost maybe 10 pounds. 
Mm. Yeah. And so, and the doctor looked at me and he's an old doctor. He's been in the weight loss business long. Right, right, right. And he looked at me, he said, you know what? I'm not taking no more of your money um, because there's something genetically wrong with you. Right. And that's why you can't lose weight. He said, now, the average person should be able to lose weight. And, you know, especially with the amount of food that you're not eating and the fact that you are drinking water and the fact that you are taking this um, this diet pill. Mm-hmm. You didn't lose any weight. He's like, you need to go see a specialist. You need to go see someone and look at your blood work to see what it is, why your body is not um, processing. What is going on with you? It took me until April of 2013 when I went and saw my current doctor, Dr. Pfefferman. Now, mind you, he can't give me nothing to make me lose weight either. Besides tell me the fact that, well, for the rest of your life, unless you're going to work out like you were a marathon runner, which is what I chose. By the way, I chose to work mm-hmm. for a marathon running mm-hmm. because uh, giving up things is. Um, I just don't think that's a good way to live life. Right. Moderation, I do, but I don't exactly think life. Right. You know, like some people want to give up sodas for the rest of their life. Give up what I don't think that you should give up anything for the rest of your life. I think right. enjoy life to the fullest the way you want to enjoy. Period. Right. right. That's just, and that's the way I embrace it. So Dr. Pfefferman told me that I had to give up sugar, anything that came with sugar and anything that was derived from sugar, anything that was made in a factory. Basically, if it had a shelf life, it could be in my life. (laughs) And that's because um, uh, it's in Blacks and Hispanics only. And we don't typically go to the doctor, but basically they have a disease where people don't process protein, where they're allergic. Okay. Okay. Well, it's the opposite. Where my body doesn't process sugars or anything that can turn into a simple sugar. Okay. And there's no medication for it. There's nothing they can give you because blacks and Hispanics don't go to the doctor. Right. And he can do besides play Russian roulette with different things. Right. But there's no guarantees work. The only thing that does work is hard work and exercise. And so for about a year and a half, I want to say about a year and a half. Uh, two years, I gave I gave up the sugar. Okay, I ate like anything that had nine or more grams of sugar in it. I didn't I didn't turn to diet because I believe that stuff that's in diet food um, is just as bad as is worse for you because at least sugar is man made. I mean, it's not man made. Does that make sense? Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. So sugar, there's sugar a lot is, of, is, yeah. There's a lot of just chemicals like when you're trying to um, what you would call you know eat healthy and looking at exactly. these, you know, labels and things like that, you know, it's colors, it's, it's wording, uh, everything that it took to make that product be a similarity to say like a meat product or exactly. um, a sweet product or sugar or whatever, all those chemicals to try to emulate and imitate a that natural tastes. taste or whatever. It's, you might as well just go for, you know what I mean? What you know. Exactly. You know, it's so, more of a type of uh, what do you would call it? More of a like an intrinsic good feeling like, oh, you know, I'm eating a nature's bar or whatever the case may be. Meanwhile, that thing is worse than a snicker. You know what I mean? In the long run, exactly. the totality of the chemicals and things that's in it. Yeah. 
And so, and so I took that route that I was not going to put anything that wasn't natural in my body. So if I was going to eat something that was not good for me, I'd rather cook it at my house myself and make it myself versus going out there and buying it because um, it's going to do worse damage to me than because I didn't gain the weight overnight. Like, and that's how, that's how they knew it was genetic because it was like, like I just said, it was like slowly, like every year I crept up like 15, 20 pounds every year at, you know, starting from, I want to say when I was a sophomore in high school. So it just kind of went up, went up and I tried everything. And so, and now mind you, one of my things was is not to lose the weight fast because I've watched so many people and I even at one time went to go consult about having the um, gastric bypass. But um, after talking to the doctor, I was like, well, I don't eat enough food and I don't eat this. I don't have a problem with food. I didn't have a bad relationship with food, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. You know? And so I determined that that wasn't something that was for me because I didn't have a bad relationship with food. Right. I tell myself no, and I do stop when I'm full and I don't overeat and I don't just, I don't emotionally eat. Right. So that's how, you know, that's how I knew that it was, that's how the doctor knew. And, um, and so I've been seeing Dr. Pfefferman since 2013. And basically he looks at my blood and he say, well, you're missing this vitamin, da, 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 whatever. It's more taking holistically that I'm healthy. And so my goal was to lose um, the weight little at a time. And keep it out. So I would lose uh, 30 pounds and maintain it. And that's what a lot of people don't do. They be so focused on losing the weight. Correct. That they don't um, maintain the weight. And so I would lose 35 pounds. Then I would literally maintain it. And the way I lost it, and before I even know what it was called, it's a bit fat now. It's called calorie calorie deficit. That's the way I lost it. I basically... um, Watch what I put in my body, and I never, you know, I ate, I ate my meats first, my protein first. I made sure I drank eight glasses of water. I never did drink like half my body weight because um, everybody body is different because you have to look at the color of your urine to determine whether or not you're hydrated, not half of your body weight. So right. a lot of people have like their little they want they want this mm-hmm. and they have to understand right that. right. There's the no fix is not a fix. Yeah, each yeah. person's yeah. different. You're right. Exactly. Exactly. Each person is different. And um, and so when I think that's what allowed my weight loss to be successful is because I've done it little at a time. And and I've been very transparent. Mm-hmm. I cupcake. Like literally, if you follow me on social media, I would like I literally post it. I run for cupcakes. Okay, right. <laughs> like I run for cupcakes. Right, right. Now, right. mind you, I don't eat anybody cupcakes. I'm very right. I only eat cake with cupcakes because mm-hmm. everybody else is like the stores. They have MSG or stuff in it and all that. So I'm very picky about what I put in my body. So like, right. I told my students, I said I look at my food like money, and I said, well, how many calories is that? I was like, I don't. It's not worth that. Not to me. Yeah. Right. Right. That's a good That's not worth it not to Because it's a numbers game. It's a numbers exactly. game. Like when you're talking about caloric deficit, um, it's a it's a numbers game. And once people can wrap their minds and wrap their thought process around that, it should make more sense to them. Uh like how you just put it, it's you look at it as money. You know, this is, you know, 
25 grams of, of carbs or whatever, there's $25 I got to spend. And I don't want to, you know what I mean? Spend that on that or something is, you know, 300 total calories is like, hey, that's $300. And I don't want to spend it or yeah. Okay. That's worth it. You know? And yeah. And that's where I look. And that's the way I look at it. Like when I'm looking at everything and what I found out is that overdoing that trick for two years, um, I really just kind of like knew what, you know what I mean? And so just knew what I put in my body. So, <clears throat> so I did cal- caloric deficit deficit and I always eat my meats and proteins first, then drink my water. Um, but then um, I had at the beginning of my stages, one of my friends, her name is Shelby. She's a, a Boston qualifier, marathon runner or whatever. I say she tricked me into doing races because her husband, who will not exercise with nobody, they will wake up. I worked out twice a day at 6.30 in the morning. Now, when I say worked out, I ain't talking about like I was crazy stuff. I just woke woke up and walked. Right. Morning and evening. And that first, and I lost 35 pounds. And I mean, I came back to work. People were like, well, who, is that LaTanya? That only look like, and I'm like, why everybody acting like they don't know who I am? Because I, I still hadn't adjusted to the fact that I've lost that much weight. Right. Like, literally, People think I post the pictures for them. I post the pictures for me because I still see that 361 pounds. Right. Like when I look at myself in the mirror, that's who I see. It takes a while to adjust to the new you. It like regardless of how much weight you lost, (laughs) that is a tough thing to wrap around your mind, even when losing weight and you're, you're just kind of still programmed because you've been that weight for X amount of time, X amount of years or whatever the case may be. So the moment that you start coming down, somebody else is going to see it before you see it. So exactly. the moment that you start coming down in your weight, you're still on your grind. You know, somebody may see you, you know, uh, Thursday and, you know, that may be the day where you are, you know, officially down 25 pounds. But meanwhile, in your head, you're like, OK, I still got to walk after work today. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, I did. You know, I walked early this morning and I'm going to walk at night you're still in grind mode but somebody can still see your results up to that up to that point but in your head like no i still got to go because you still see yourself as that former person at that former weight you know right now so i get it yeah and um the thing is is just um just so my friends saw me walking and then um i try i like literally tried every exercise too because like i hate when I say hate, I hate to work out. I'm not going to even lie to anybody. People are like, oh, you're so consistent. You're so dedicated, blah, blah. Oh, no. I like the way I look, okay? I like going into a store and being able to pick any store now and get whatever it is and pick up any size. I mean, for me, size, I don't have to restrict where I buy things. Right. So I do not like working out at all. Yeah. Not like It's a it. means to an end. It's a, it's a means to an okay. end that you know, based off of your past experience and based off of your past work that there are fruits to this labor, you know? So, you know, one of the fruits that you like to reap is being able to go into a store freely and pick out whatever clothing that you want and not have to be like so restricted to, you know, the plus, plus, plus size section, you know? I get it. Exactly. I mean, and I mean, and it's like, you know, and I never thought in my um, adult life that I would know how that um, that is. But one of the um, one of the other things I tried water aerobics, 
hated it. You know, being a black woman, we don't like getting our hair wet. At that time, I had very long, straight hair. Um, you know, long, you know, you know, relaxer and all that. Like now, you know, I probably could do it, but I still don't like water like that. You know, just don't. I'm not a water baby. I got you. I'm from Louisiana. My mom was like, girl, stay away from that water. So, you know, I still stay away from that you. water. I put my feet in it, but I don't want my head in it. I got you. I got you. I got you. But I love also, so two things, calorie deficit. And you don't have to like look at all calories. Start writing down everything that you eat. And I tell people, reflect on how you feel before and after whatever you eat. Because a lot of times you don't want to bring emotions into it. But even men or women, period, whenever we eat something, there's a reason why you're eating it. And you have to be honest with yourself about the reason why you're eating X, Y, and Z. Okay. It could be a lot of people don't understand that they got to get at least a list, at least six or seven hours of sleep a night. So I try to make sure I get six hours of sleep because if you don't, that makes you overeat and make poor choices. Um, making sure that you're hydrated properly. Even if you're just eating, um, getting your hydration through fruits, because you can get your hydration through fruits. A lot of people who eat a lot of fruit, they'll feel, they'll feel like, okay, wait, I'm not as thirsty. Well, they're not as thirsty because they're eating a lot of water-based foods. Right. So people make a journal, like start writing down. You can go to Dollar Tree and get a dollar twenty-five cents now. Not a cent. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, Inflation. And write, <laughs> you know, and write it down, like, and just, you know, how do you feel? before you ate it? How do you feel after you ate it? You know what I mean? And then how did, you know, I mean, just like, just basically having a connection with yourself and about how things that you say, do, and put inside your body and how is it making you feel? And a lot of people don't want to talk about that. Um, They want to just ignore it. And they just, oh, this food is just, you need fuel. Not all food is fuel for everyone. And so you have to find out whether or not that food, that food is a fuel. For you. And so sugar is not a fuel for me. Sugar is literally a drug, like how people use marijuana, heroin, cocaine. For me, sugar and things that is comprised of sugar, that's what it does for me. So if I want to get a euphoric feeling, I literally eat sugar. Right. right. If I want to get a high feeling, I eat sugar. I don't go drink or whatever. I mm-hmm. literally eat sugar. Now, mind you, most of the time I end up following with a lot of water to push it out my body so I won't right. get from it. Mm-hmm. But that's the effect it's had on me. And I didn't know when I was growing up, my mother never felt fed me anything unnatural until I went through the process with the doctor and I had a conversation with my mom. I said, mom, blah, blah, blah. She said, oh, I made your bread. Oh, I made your cakes. Oh, I made your cookies. Oh, I grew all your vegetables. I said, wait a minute. When you was going to tell me when I went out to college that I ain't never ate nothing that was bought out of the store? You sent me off to college. She's like, you right. college. I ain't sending you there. And you didn't tell me that all these things made me feel and react a certain way. And after having a conversation with my mom, I put two and two together. So basically, you know, she just never thought about it. She thought I was paying attention. Because like I literally made everything from trash. Everything, all the baked goods. And so if it's, you know what I mean? So I control and she would put less sugar in whatever she would give because she said, well, yeah, it just made you act funny. And I ain't had time wow. to move behind you and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, really? And so there you go. So my mother knew it. So that's why my weight was controlled all the way while I was at home. And then when I went off to college, that freshman 15 turned 
freshman freshman hundred. Right. I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> so and so because and and that's what it is. She cooked everything from me. So I got you. I got you. What was the toughest obstacle in in your way to your your weight loss goal? Um wow. That's a hard question for me. If it's one, it's one. If it's a couple of them, you know, you can generalize. It don't have to be specific, but something that was like, you know what? This is is really tough. Say, for instance, like you said, you know, you hated working out, but, you know, what workout was it that really just sucked for you? But, you know, I had to overcome this in order to get to, you know, your goal. Well, for me, was trying the different workouts. That was the hardest thing for me because I knew just, just walking outside wasn't going to get because like one of the things I didn't want to do. And I, and I wasn't familiar familiar at the time when I started losing weight about plastic surgery, anything like that, because be very transparent because I lost over 100 pounds and the way my body stretched out. I had what was called skin rolls. And where the skin attached and tissue attached to the muscle wall and created rolls. So like literally in my abdominal area, after I had lost 100 pounds, I still looked like I was fat because it was nothing but skin and tissue. So um, and there was no way for me to remove that weight, remove that skin. I mean, I couldn't lose it. Put it that way. Okay, my upper body had to be surgically removed. There was no way for me to remove it. And I had went to every doctor I saw, told me the same thing. Well, there's no way for you to lose it, but you're too fat for us to have surgery. That's another conversation. But mm-hmm. um, HIIT training is what I found. After all the things, okay. I love CrossFit, but okay. CrossFit not, um, does not cater to plus size people. Okay. I consider myself plus size because mm-hmm. I'm in a size 12, 14. Sometimes 16, based on what store it is, you know, I, gotcha. I, remember I care about the way it looks. Right. I don't no size. Um, you know, most women are like, oh, I'm like, I'm not so. Well, I actually got 10 too, but I don't really care. So I just go buy whatever looks cute. I don't really care about the size. Right. But hit high intensity interval. I love, love, love it because I don't like to work out. I got gotcha. you. I'm in CrossFit. I don't like to work out. I got gotcha. you. All those things give you a total variety workout, 30 minutes or less. And I love, love, love hit work workouts. I tried um, Fit Body Bootcamp a couple years ago. Both of the places that I did go to went out of business. Wow. Um, was this during the, uh, the pandemic and all that stuff? One of them, yeah, doing, yeah, it's just because like the one that was in North Arlington where I live at, I guess it just didn't have enough clientele to feed to it. And the pandemic made the one in Softweight go out. So now I'm literally driving 30 minutes away because I want to say I have three friends who wants to work out. And for some reason, I became the workout guru. I am not the workout guru. I mean, like, I know all about working out, but I don't want to do it. I mean, you, 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 inadvertently, you inadvertently became the leader now exactly. because people saw I, you do it. Exactly. And right. Just for the simple fact that you weren't trying to be the leader it's how you became it because a leader. You didn't like want I've been trying yeah. yeah so I, I became a leader and I'm not trying to <clears> but <throat> I've been told that I've made several people do full marathons and do this and wow. this I'm like why are y'all falling behind I'm just crazy because I just 
I have goals to meet. And I know that if I do massive amount of miles, then I meet those goals. Right. Enjoy cupcakes and I can enjoy big red. Right. (laughs) I can enjoy certain things when I'm training for a marathon, when I'm running or whatever. So I can enjoy, I can feel normal. Right. Dinner. Right. You have some type of quality of life to where you don't feel like I can't eat this um, or I'm going to feel so guilty about it. It's like, well, you're not going to eat 10 of them. You're not going to eat, you know, 12 of them all in all in one sitting or whatever. You know what I mean? It's, oh, yeah. you know, you oh, have some type of regulation when it all comes down to it. Like in theory, you know, yeah, we all joke around. It's like, oh, I can eat a whole case. I, I can do it's the thought process of how you're going to feel when you go back to do some hit training. You're like, no, nah, I'm a, I'm a doubt that I'm a doubt that back, but I'm going to still at least have it. You know what I mean? So exactly. when you did hit your goal, how do you feel you were transformed in that process? Like what was your thought process when you looked at that scale and you, it said 100 pounds that you finally calculated after, you know, the time from you started to when you seen that, how do you feel that changed you? It was approximately two years ago. I remember um, because um, all of my running friends and part of um a group of ladies called, um, she runs this town there across the United States. Um, and I'm a chapter leader for the Grand Prairie chapter. Although I live in Arlington, I'm in the Arlington chapter, but they wanted me to be a leader. So I couldn't tell them no. <laughs> so anywho, um, it's like, it was like mind blowing. It means still now when I look at the scale and I see that I've lost and over the past two years, have kept it off, right? Because my goal after I had the surgery, when I was running and I literally heard my stomach flap, I was petrified. That's when I said I had to have skin removal surgery. I didn't know what that was. I was like, I was in tears. I was like, what is that? Because I was like doing some, I was at a run workshop. And I I I was like, that is my stomach. And I kept getting um, chafing and pain, like from the excess skin. It was just like, it was horrible. And so I decided then I was like, I told my my husband, so he's the one, he's the MVP for this, right? My husband, Daryl, because um, he got him a new wife every year, ever since we've been there, because he met me at the beginning of my weight loss journey. (laughs) You know, he thought I was beautiful then. Right. Okay. And now, mind you, I was still almost 300 pounds at the time when he met me. I was like, 300 but he thought it was beautiful then right um every year he's gotten a new wife so he's he you know i haven't scared him off yet because i told him when he asked me to marry him i was like you know that workout working out comes before this marriage right all right <laughs> and I, he thought i was playing until we got married and um he was like i was like oh no i gotta raise oh no i gotta go work out yeah this is life this is me this is my, this is my yeah, yeah this is my this, life this is my life and uh, yeah and I and I told him I was like, "This is it, boo." I said, "Either you gonna come with me, or you'll be here when I come back." I got you. I got you. And, gotcha. so, um, and he's um, he's a big supporter. He like he's like, you did. It. He's a big he's a big supporter. Now a couple of times he did got to do some five Ks, and he was like, "That's too early for you." Yeah. <laughs> He'll drop me off and pick me up. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. Up, I, I made him go to Chicago with me to do a half marathon because now I have the goal of running all the states. Okay, that's good. That's good. Marathon in all the that's states. Good. So he's actually from Chicago. He okay. 
Bradley University, actually. In okay, Peoria. and that is actually the city where I currently live at, Peoria. Yeah, I know. I showed yeah. you a picture. I asked, him, I asked him if he knew you. He was like, oh, no, I don't know him. Uh-huh. He went to school at Bradley, so. Okay, okay, okay. But he's a Sigma and I'm a Zeta. That's how we met. I got you. I got you. What is your current nutrition plan as far as like what is like an average say like day uh for you as far as you know eating i i'm i'm serious when i say i just count calories like literally um so i um prep my well i prep my food not because i care about meal prepping like people trying to diet that's not why i prep my food i prep my food because i'm always busy okay and so if i don't prep my food i won't eat and so um I just make sure that I have 20 more grams of protein in um, most of my meals, a vegetable and um, a healthy storage, whether it be sweet potatoes or yellow potatoes, anything that's natural or brown. Um, I, I, I try to stay away from rice because rice, white rice is bleach, even though brown rice is harder for your body to digest. So I'll eat like couscous. Um, mixed with quinoa, quinoa, potatoes, or something like that. I try to stay away from pasta unless it's like um, lentil pasta, vegetable made pasta, chickpea pasta, something like that. Right. Um, but I wake up in the morning and I work out without eating. Okay. Um, I don't have an appetite. That's one of the side effects of my condition. I don't. I'm never hungry. Mm-hmm. So I have to make myself eat. So I have to eat what's on. The, I have to eat what's on the clock. So I work out and I drink. 32 ounces of water before I even eat anything. Okay, good. And after that, I'll drink um, a protein drink or a, and a banana or a grapefruit. And it's uh, 30 grams of protein. So okay. that is breakfast. Um, if I'm having, if I'm being a good that day, when I say I gotcha. good, I'm not doing anything. Bad. You're on point. <laughs> I'm on point. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And so um, then later on, I'll, um, Sometimes I have, I love oatmeal pies. Oatmeal pies are my weakness. Oatmeal cream pies. I got you. So I will eat an oatmeal cream pie, maybe. Um, and what else? I don't, I stay away from dairy products just because they don't, I don't like the way they make me feel. I got you. It's not that I'm like so intolerance. It's just that I just don't like the way they make me feel. Um, but I eat a lot of fruits and vegetables, cucumbers. Like I have cucumbers with, Nothing on them sometimes with vinegar, salt, and pepper because I'm from, that's where I grew up eating. Right. Uh, what is that? Outshine um, popsicles. If I feel like I want something sweet, they're all natural popsicles. Um, have like 60 calories. So I look at everything calorie. Like cucumbers is like, I don't know, 35 calories or less than that. Or no, no calories. Pickles are no calories. So I eat a lot of pickles. There are no calories. Um, sometimes I eat popcorn. Um, and if I'm having a stressful day, I will get a 20 ounce of Big Red and I have that 20 ounce for the entire day. And I break that up with water. And for lunch, I have, um, today it was, uh, asparagus, ground turkey and a little rice, rice. And for dinner, it was a slice of pizza. I do eat pizza. Um, not, not that much. I felt like having pizza. Right. So I got a slice of pizza. Um, and some Thai coconut curry soup, a cup of soup. Okay, I think I've had that that soup before. And even by you mentioning you had a slice of pizza, if someone is not listening in context to what she's been saying repeatedly, 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 is that she counts her calories. 
And yeah, that's like the pizza that is too much. into yeah. her calories. And that's the importance of exactly what you said about at least documenting down. Because as long as you can document down, you're like, all right, well, shoot, I got, you know, a couple hundred calories left, you know, for the day or during this time. Or, hey, if that fits, then that fits, you know. And that's, so that's what I do. So like, like oatmeal pie, that's 180, 170 calories. Wow. Okay. That's, that's, not, that's not bad because some of these healthy right. protein bars right. and things like that and that's are why way more. more I had one calories. yesterday was and I was surprised at that. I just been paying more attention to them. I think this one was maybe like 310 calories, 310 calories, 20 grams of protein and 40 something grams of carbs, right? Mm-hmm. And again, things are labeled, you know, high protein, right? And to me, if you're going to put something labeled as a high protein, that protein needs to exceed the carbs. The carbs should never exceed it, but they can find one thing about it and how they word it and how they market it as if, you know, it's, it's so healthy. It's always, it's, it's so good. And it's, you got a whole oatmeal cream pie that is like half of the amount of calories. And you know what I mean? Like that's a, so wake up call for everybody to at least just start knowing what you're ingesting how many calories are you allowed for yourself for the day and how many calories is that versus always wanting to point oh they shouldn't be eating this or they shouldn't be eating that it's first off mind your business too uh you don't know what their calorie intake is or where they're at currently and how much they have left too and that all comes from again knowing yourself your information and knowledge of hey i've been documenting this i know what this is and it fits yeah, and so basically I tell like a lot of people like what to do. I will tell you someone to follow if someone whoever's listening to this you want to follow. This guy, his name is Eric Roberts Fitness. I stumbled across him um during the pandemic and literally everything that I do or did to lose my weight, Eric Roberts tell people what to do. Okay. So um, when people ask me um, what it is to do or what did I do, I was like, I point them to his um, YouTube page, his Instagram, his um, whatever. And um, when I say for his calorie deficit, um, I do not believe in the word no. If I want something, I'm going to have it. Because the moment you tell yourself no, when you do tell yourself, yes, you're going to overeat and all of this. And what I love about calorie deficit is, is that over a whole week. So maybe today I have a crappy day and I overeat in my calories. As long as my overall calories for the whole seven days is within my calorie range, then I've won. Okay. I've won because when, when I had my surgery back in uh, my, uh, last two, my last round of plastic surgery, um, skin removal surgery, I shouldn't say plastic, skin removal surgery in May, I didn't work out for like two months and I maintained my weight and actually lost a little bit more weight um, by doing calorie deficit, by just, just by watching what I ate, you know what I mean? And, and just watching what I ate. And now the protein drinks that I drink is premier protein just because it's only one gram of sugar and it's not that so much car- carbohydrates and it's 30 grams of um, protein. What's your favorite flavor? My favorite flavor is peaches and banana cream. Okay. Okay. I've had that one before. I've I don't like co- a lot I, of. I don't like coffee at all. Coffee. What? 
I don't like coffee. You can't be on here saying you don't like coffee now. I'm sorry. I remember I told you sugar is my upper. So I gotcha. for me, because the way my body processes, caffeine literally makes me sleepy. I gotcha. I cannot do caffeine. So caffeine makes me sleepy. If I want to, I don't, I mean, I'm like looking for a big red, like a big red. And say, I gotcha. I got gotcha. you. Like, you know what I'm saying? I gotcha. The seven and a half, that's a hundred calories. I got gotcha. you. That's sad that I know that. 20 ounces is 230 calories. I right. know. No, knowing is half the battle. That's what GI exactly. Joe taught us growing up. Do exactly. you like the uh, the peanut butter chocolate? Kind of, have you tried mm-hmm. that? Kind? I don't like chocolate. Okay, well, not chocolate. What about? Okay. I don't like. No, like that's still caramel chocolate. peaches. The caramel, yeah, that is good. Caramel peaches and banana. Those are the three I buy. Okay. Okay. I don't like banana. I don't like vanilla. I don't even like the strawberry one. Okay, yeah, the strawberry one is okay. I had the, the I, cinnamon I roll the one. I bought the cookie and cream and the uh-huh. cinnamon roll ones, and I made myself drink them. And the I got you because I spent my money on it. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, I I just drink it real fast and don't, don't worry about it. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I got but, you. Um, but yeah, so uh, oh yeah, and I tried Herbal Life when it, when I first tried it years ago. It didn't work. Right. New Herbal Life is wonderful. They have a mango. Okay. They have a mango flavored. Um, Herbalife. So, like, if you looking into something for a supplement replacement that's healthy and that okay. um, a, doesn't really attack your organs and that's good, find your Her- Her- Herbalife rep. Okay. Their protein drinks are awesome. One of my fraternity brother um, actually, uh, he's out of California. And he okay. does fine training, and I've done a twenty. I did a twenty one day thing with him, and okay. then surgery or whatever. And I just did it to support him, but mostly because I want to try some options. Because you get tired of drinking the same stuff. Right, 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 right. So, right, right. so yeah. And um, what else? Gin Pro has a flavorless um, protein. So I'm being on. I'm big on protein. So increase your protein. Um, I'm big on protein. I would tell people, and I tell women because a lot of women. Please tell them, please, please. please. A lot of women think mm-hmm. that they don't need protein, and that's the reason why a lot of women, um, their skin. Like I ain't got no filters on here. I ain't got no makeup right. on. I right. put a little chapstick on. I got blemishes because I like pickle my face. And I can say I have some beautiful skin. Yeah, and that's not exercising and protein. I make sure that I try to get 70 or more grams of protein in your body. I mean, you know, okay. everybody. Right. But right. Because like you is, said, you had to do about 20 grams. Try to at least make sure at least 20 grams are in your meal, meal prep. Right. 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 And you take a protein drink let's just say on the max you have two a day that's 60 right there so yep. now 60 now you got so 20 so that's 80 yeah 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 I'm so have, it's I'm obtainable it's obtainable exactly. it's, it's easy to do it but you got to plan it out you know what i mean exactly i think i told maybe maybe planning weddings and then we're gonna last one you this is your body man true you life you know true. what i'm saying you plan true. building a house you plan right. Car, you decorate a house, you plan all these things, but we do not plan to take care of our bodies. You are so stupid. So this is why I decided. I decided, you know, I can retire with money in my retirement because I do extra retirement, being being an educator. Um, so what I decided to do, I talked to my financial planner. He was like, um, you can just uh sorry, somebody messaging me. Okay. Um, you can just um I said, you know what? What I'm saving that money for? I'm be fat and broke. I mean, fat, fat and can't use the money. I, mm-hmm. right. I said, I'd rather be broke and happy. I got you. So that's why I decided to use all that money in retirement to get the skin removed on my body. Right. 
That's why right. it's me. You know, right. and that's why I spend all that money and I drive 30 minutes to go to Second Chance Fitness over there at Mansfield because I love energetic, enthusiastic trainers. Yeah. Um, it's not that I don't know how to work out because I got a total gym. Right. Red meal. I got a gym across the street. I do have this one to do it if it's if I can't get no place. Right. But it's the vibe. You know, sometimes it's, you just need exactly. that that extra, you know, somebody in your ear just one way, you know, or or another. You know, somebody exactly. in your ear I mean, telling you to, you know, do a push-up versus doing it on your own. Maybe the person in your ear, now you're amped up to do 10 versus at home. You're like, oh, I, I do five or I do exactly. six or whatever, you know. So it's that it's that that overall in intensity. Um, so with that being said, we got about two more questions to ask you. Okay. What is, and I consider this one, <laughs> what, what are your least favorite or what is your least favorite exercise? And what is your favorite exercise? My least favorite exercise is weight training. That's my, I mean, anything that's dealing with, Lifting weights. I got you. Don't like it. Don't like it. I got you. Favorite exercise because I've done four marathons in 28 half marathons. Yeah, 28 half marathons and countless 10Ks, 5Ks, and miles for training. It is by four run walking. I love to run walk. I love being outdoors, not trail. But I love being outdoors and just being, listening to music, a podcast, chatting with my friends. I got you. Sun beam on my skin when it's not so hot and it's not so cold and it's just a perfect day. And it's, you know, I start my day off like that and my day is just wonderful. Good, good, good. It's, it's like, it's like you know, you can probably hear the smile in my voice when I say that. That is like ultimately the best thing for me is run walking. Running in the morning is totally different than any other exercise first thing in the morning because I have a treadmill and I have a a whole home home gym, a treadmill and a stationary bike. And some mornings, you know, I don't feel like getting on a treadmill. So I'll ride the bike for a half hour, right? 30 minutes of cardio. And yeah, it wakes me up because I'm trying to, you know, shock my body to get up to prepare for the day. But it's nothing compared to even if I just incline walk, if I just do some intervals, incline walks, there's nothing like it. I don't know why. Maybe I need to Google it uh, <laughs> one way or another. But that is that is one of the best feelings, you know, uh, first thing in the morning. I will tell you why I read up on that because. Did, I'm a, OK, OK. I'm, I'm a total nerd. I'm full of. OK, good, good, good. It's because the idea of running and walking give you different endorphins. Um, it give you those happy things. That's why it gives you the happy endorphins. Good, good. We need, That's a nice we need way plenty of those. For, yeah, right. For, 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 for women. It's better than sex, honestly. For women, it it gives a woman exactly what sex would give a woman at her. That's what it does. It's like that's why you will find more women that run competitively, or you will find them. This it's just it's just like it like after it's like you just empowered. But wow. it's the best thing ever. It's the endorphins that it gives you. It's like whoa. I mean, I even have one of, for my first full marathon. I have. Um, this book one of my friends bought me. Run the mile you're in. Okay. One, one the mile that you're in. 
Okay. So, yeah. Okay. So, so what um, advice? What advice would you give women beginning to work out or on their fitness journey? What is any advice that that you can give them? Something that you know, like, okay, you need to hear this. This is for you. Um, I would tell them to love themselves how they are now, because a lot of times as a woman, we, I never personally did that. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't really know how that feel. Like the only time I felt, felt sad or upset about my weight, it was because others projected that onto me. But, um, individually, my, my family, my, my friends and everybody around me will tell you that, um, I even wrote a poem about how beautiful I thought I was. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I was self-love because that's something that um and knowing that you're beautiful and worthy at any size and shape. And that's the first thing is knowing that that you have arrived before you even lost that weight. And don't do it because you need it, don't do it for losing weight. Cause like my motive was never to lose weight. My motive was to enjoy life. You know what I mean? I was tired of walking up the steps feeling tired. Okay, does that make sense? I was tired of not being able to run and play with my nephews or I I couldn't go on a ride at Six Flags or, I mean, I couldn't enjoy life the way I want to. You know, if that makes sense? And so my work, my advice to them is one, love themselves how they are. Two, journal and write down exactly how the food that you eat makes you feel and why you're drawn to it and be honest with yourself about it. Even if it's with a voice memo on your phone, you know, start having that dialogue with yourself. Um, and if you can't be honest with yourself about that, then how are you going to be able to make those changes? Um, three, um, seek out a support network. If you know that you don't have the strength or the tenacity to push forward. Okay, seek out someone that's going to make you accountable or encourage you with encouraging words, not not tear you down or beat you up, but someone to encourage you and celebrate in the small things and don't give up everything because you don't have to give up everything in order to succeed at this at this weight loss game, because nobody said that being um, a BMI size that they have. That are not that's not made for African American women. That's not my goal. My goal is is not to be that. My goal is to be healthy in me, and that's one thing I can say that my doctor has said too. And I was like, "Well, how much weight do I need to lose?" He said, "How much weight do you want to lose?" That's his response. He was like, "It's about you. It's not about a chart because that chart is not designed for everybody, and because everybody's body is made up differently." And um, lastly, um. Losing weight is gone. Losing weight or getting healthy is a lifestyle, is not a quick fix. And you're going to have it's like a roller coaster, or like I say, rolling hills over here in North Orleans, where I live at and run. It's rolling hills. It's going to have its up and downs. And sometimes the hills will be steeper. And I've had my pity parties and my crying moments, and where I just like look at myself and still feel like I'm fat and I'm not this and that. And it's just because that's who I, that's what we do. And, but overall, I embrace who I am and what I've succeed, what I've successfully been able to do because I surround myself with people who 
celebrate and help me persevere and push towards my next goal. And I do that by helping others. I mean, although I jokingly say I'm literally driving 30 minutes every morning, every, twice a week to go with a group of friends who thinks that I'm a leader and I'm going to show them what to do. And I really don't want to wake up and go. You know what I mean? Right. But I'm doing it because at the end of the day, they asked me to. And I remember when um, Shelby would get up in the morning, her and her husband, and my friend Cindy would do it at night when I got off work at the college. Mm -hmm. And they would help me walk. And they got nothing out of it besides the pure fact of helping me succeed. And and they get watch, you know, me go through this journey. You know, they've watched me transform into who I am, mm-hmm. to who I'm going to become. And so that's the main thing I would tell them is like, you know, support network and be honest with yourself. And, and you know, that's beautiful. That's yeah. beautiful. Well, I thank you for your time and coming on the success fitness podcast. Right. Now, where can people reach you? At um, far as on social media, you have a uh, preferred social media that you want to connect with people to, you know, help them get some inspiration from you. I would say Instagram because um, I think a picture's worth a thousand words. <laughs> you know what I mean? Instagram I got because um, I do have an Instagram, and you would I have one that's uh, that's open and that you can just follow that you don't have to request to be my friend because I have two. Um, I got being you. an educator. Uh, being an educator, you kind of block some of it, but I've learned that there's no point. They end up fine anyway. I so I have one called um, Forever Fit and Forever Fit Finer. That's um, and but I post the same thing on both of them. Okay. And the other one is one, one mile one one mile one minute. So okay. the number one, the number one minute, and that one's open. Anybody can follow, and I post um, the same stuff on both of them. Um, except the one that's private, I probably post a little bit more of my opinion about politics or something else, but weight loss and, um, all of that and whatever, or what I'm doing every day. Cause that's all I do. Cause when I don't post, I get a message and ask me, where have you been? Um, wow. are you, okay? have you not posted? You. And I'm on Facebook in a lot of groups, um, okay. groups because they literally asked me to be in that group or be an ambassador for this and that. And I told them, no, I don't have time because I still have goals I'm trying to meet of my own. I got gotcha. you. Write a book. And I'm like, I don't have time because I have not arrived yet. And I still have not arrived. I got gotcha. you. I'll be able to write a book and say, I've made it. Right, 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 right. But my uh, Twitter, you can do Twitter too. Forever okay. Finder. Okay. Okay. Everything okay. Finder is Twitter, Instagram. I think that's Snapchat and TikTok. I got everything. Okay. She's, she's yeah. all over. She's all I'm, over. I'm a nerd. I mean, you know, <laughs> I don't, only thing I post consistently on is Instagram. Okay, cool. Instagram is, that's consistent. I got you. I got Talk you. Talk if I feel like dancing. I got you. Well, I appreciate you and the Success Fitness family here on this podcast. I appreciate you too. You have a great, great evening and thank you so much. <laughs>